Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GM, GM, Wednesday, Thursday, 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 Rectober 12th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, the sun absolutely stopped shining in London, England, I think my magic touch over this wonderful city has played its course. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But guys, I can only bring you so much sunshine. Okay, I've been doing it for like almost for two weeks now. You know, it's been two weeks of summer in October here. We get it. Yeah, yeah, Portugal's great. I got my coast in the house. <laughs> Mando, how you guys doing this morning? I'm tired. I was just like... I was just drawing on my iPad and I just passed out. <laughs> and then luckily Couldn't I went. You hold up the guns these days, eh? Part, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, my muscles are getting in the way. <laughs> you know when he was telling me the other day, he was telling me that he has trouble like washing his hair. Because like when he like. I just said oh, I, could, like, no. I could feel it. I could feel it in the shower. Like when I'm trying to like get back. I don't want to know, man. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm trying to like wash. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, washing your balls is fine. It's probably the, the top back. You know, now his wife has to come and scrub the top of his back, you know, because he can't, like, wash his back anymore. Like, she has to help him, like, shower uh, because his guns are too big. Uh, it's going to be tough for him to get back to golfing, let me tell you that, because the size yeah. of his upper chest and the swing with his bicep, it's going to be a really tough one. But it's okay. You'll get the hang of it. Actually, what's your weight now? Have you get, have you managed um, to gain the weight? Waiting at 68.1 today. Wow. So I'm basically there, yeah. So you got what? Two kilos? You you gained two uh, kilos? I've gained two kilos, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it always varies, but like the trend is higher. So I don't know if like it was just because it was like pre-morning dump or something. I did, I did, um, <laughs> I did relieve myself before weighing myself, but sometimes you don't get it all out, do you? So yeah, no. Listen, um, yeah, that be so. Um, okay, Mando, how about you? How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, life's good. Uh, life, life is great. You're looking good. Let me tell you, like you're looking, you're looking great. It looks like you've recovered pretty fast. Yeah, no, I'd recovered by Monday for sure. It was one of those ones where I just couldn't even think straight. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like it's like uh, that. It gets to your head. I, I could tell you not thinking straight based on your bearishness the other day. So I that's why I was like, let me just step aside. Uh, you know, I was like, this is not the great Mando. That was the wrecked Mando, but. It looks like the great Mando is back. If you know, you know. I mean, yeah, bring, the great bring, Mando was Bring back the great Mando. Yeah, bring back free Mando. <laughs> bring him back. He's, he looks back, though. I got to tell you, you look like you look like you're shining right now. So we love to see that, especially the setup. I don't know. It's looking better off the last setup. It's probably, I know you say it's a different room, but I don't know. There's something going on. Like, you look relaxed. Love to see that. Um, and the Mando Minutes are about to get to 2,500 subscribers. I saw that yesterday. So we're almost there. What do you got? 24-ish? Um, I need to double check. I need to double check. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Let's get to 2,500 on the show today, y'all. Mandominutes.com. Make sure you subscribe. All right? Make sure you do that if you do something good for yourself today. And today is actually the the cartoon today by Boulder Unitas. I mean, it's it's supposed to be Caroline Ellison, but Toy looks like me. It does, um, right? I didn't, I didn't notice that until until you mentioned it. I was like, wow. <laughs> Dude, I was like, this ain't, I'm like, this ain't Caroline, this is me. Uh, and I thought it was hilarious. Hold on, let me pull it up on the screen right now real quick. Uh, it's, it's actually scary how, uh, how much I look like, uh, like, uh, like his caricature. I think uh, he's been listening to the show too much. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely me. Uh, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, no! What are you doing? Am I is he modeling it after me? Jesus Christ! I hope I don't look like Caroline. Anyways, today on the show, today, today, market goes lower. I mean, it literally happened like as soon as the show ended yesterday. So, market update uh, for you all uh, this morning. Will we get positive ETF news this week? It's happening tomorrow. Uh, we'll chat about this. FTX case just gets. Just it, it just got crazier after the show. We, I know we covered it yesterday, but we have to cover it again today. Uh, Chinese bribes, Thai hookers, them trying to screw the Saudis over, uh, and a bunch of other stories which are wild. 
Um, Pokemon cards trading on Magic Eden now. Great move by Magic Eden, if you ask me. Stars Arena uh, funds recovered. And uh, last but not least, of course, uh, we'll be joined by the NFT Paris team to talk about what they're up to, as we'll be a media partner next year again. And as usual, this show is powered by Kraken NFT. Go to kraken.com forward slash rug radio. Actually, Kraken, it's a great tweet by Jesse, right? Founder, uh, talking about how like, People were saying that like Coinbase and Kraken were not competitive anymore based on how fast FTX was growing with like one twentieth of the employees they had, and that it should have been maybe a signal that like something's going wrong around there. So I don't know. I just saw this tweet like before coming on the show. I thought it was ironic, and looking back at it, it's like it. I don't know. I've been looking at a lot of F like SBF interviews in the last forty eight hours, and I'm like, how could we not tell? I, I don't know. I feel stupid sometimes, but it's um, it's pretty wild. But anyways, so let's start with topic number one. Let's start with the market. I mean, Ovi, what's happening on the market side today? So it's not looking too great. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, look, macro is is actually doing fine. Um, yesterday stocks were up. Day before stocks were up. Um, they've had a pretty good rebound in the last uh, in the last few days or so. Um, today we had inflation, so the headline number came in at three point seven percent. Versus expectations with three point six percent, that was flat month to month. Core inflation came in lower, but in line with expectations. So it seems like it, I know, like obviously, the geopolitical situation situation is not great, but it seems like things are kind of like okayish macro wise. There's just been a massive, massive underperformance of crypto versus macro. Um, you know, Bitcoin looks weak here; it's down to twenty six point six. ETH is at fifteen forty, and um, it just feels like the path of least resistance is lower. Um, on the macro front, I would say interest rates are higher. Like we're up about fifteen basis points across the curve, ten to fifteen across the curve this morning because of that inflation number. So, um, but remember, we rallied that much a, a few days ago, so that's just a reversal. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it will take to change like this dark cloud that that feels like that feels like is over crypto right now. Um, we we need some positive headlines, and it doesn't feel like we're going to get any until maybe this Friday. Uh, I don't know if that was tomorrow. Was tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is tomorrow. Friday, yeah. Tomorrow yeah, is that's going to be a positive headline. But it feels like the sort of headline which, like you said, it's we still have to wait till January. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> There's an article here. I took it from your minute saying, ARK's amended spot Bitcoin ETF filing is a good sign of future approval. ARK Invest and 21 shares amended spot Bitcoin ETF filing seemingly addresses earlier concern highlighted by the SEC, which is a good sign of progress according to Bloomberg's uh, ETFs. Uh, and then there's this tweet, which I know you guys went back and forth in the chat, so kind of curious to hear uh, both your takes here. Um, this crypto rover guy saying, all Bitcoin spot ETFs might be approved this Friday, and here's why. I do think it's a little intense, but again, let's ask the experts here. Mando, what do you think about tomorrow's ETFs uh, approvals? Then I'll go to you, Ovi, about that. I actually agree with what Ovi's saying. So there's no, there's no real debate here. But um, basically, for years, the SEC's main reason for blocking ETFs has been the market manipulation and market monitoring. Mm. Um, that is why the grayscale uh, ETF was blocked. If they do not appeal them losing the ability to block it on that, then they're going to have to come up with some sort of Hail Mary, other big reason to block all these ETFs. So people are basically saying that if tomorrow gets approved or doesn't, sorry, doesn't get appealed, then it's highly likely that the ETFs are done. I don't think you can say like it's, they're fully done, but it would be, it would mean the SEC would have to come up with some sort of new reason and they're fighting a whole industry then of people that can potentially take them for a lawsuit, not just grayscale. So I think, um, I think it puts the SEC in a very, very, very tough position to continue to block these if that happens. Um, so I think people will basically say, look, if they don't appeal tomorrow, it's green light, we're done, we're good to go, but they won't actually formally happen uh, until January. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much seems like in line with everything two have been saying, right? I don't know if you want to add anything on that, but it seems accurate. Yeah, no, I guess, yeah, I completely agree. Like, I think um, we could see a good headline. Um, I think it would be if they don't appeal, it's a good headline, um, but it's not like the be all end all. 
Um, and it just feels like it's not a strong enough headline to transcend us. Like maybe we bounce a little bit and then we just don't really move. We, you know, we sell our back, back off again, but, um, you know, it's still, I said, it's still a positive step, but we need more, we need more to get us moving. I think. Yeah. It's weird. It says OV very, very low volume. You haven't, it's a mic issues again. I don't really know what's going on. Is it in Are this? You? Keep people have been complaining, complaining since yesterday about that. It's weird. Is it? Because you, you sound great to me. But you sound great to me, too. You both sound great. Too, yeah. Oh, wait. Go to settings. Let's do. Let's troubleshoot live on air. Go to settings. Go to audio. Um, do you, yeah. Is your echo cancellation and noise suppression on? They're both on, yeah. Okay, good. Then your stereo audio input off. Uh, and then high resolution audio on and auto gain control off. Yeah, that's, that's, those are the settings I have right now. Is audio gain control off? It's automatically off. Um, yeah. It's a YouTube yeah. thing people are saying. But it, you sound, spaces are great. And it's weird. It's only Ovi. It seems like, but it's only Ovi on YouTube, which makes no sense. How, and you turned up, you're not here on the roadcaster, right? I'm up on the roadcaster, yeah. And we, we all use the same mic have, in the same setting. We used yeah. to have problems with uh, restreams. You remember when we had three people on? Sometimes it was like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I don't. Yeah, it's 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 a YouTube thing. Anyways, I, I don't think it's worth uh anyways guys, Ovi's the one who usually speaks the least. So you guys are yeah, fine. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but you sound great. Are you like maybe you're speaking maybe like you got so beef, like your voice is not coming out as well? Like is that maybe a thing? My muscles. <laughs> My muscles. It's dude, you should have seen his upper chest. I'm not kidding. You know how people will get beef and have like a big lower chest? This motherfucker's upper chest like like yeah. like you know, like he could probably do the thing like you know, like, you know, when it goes like dance, like, yeah. dance, dance. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to. He's thinking about it. <laughs> wait, wait for us real quick. What do what? Do that. Dance. Make your pecs dance. I don't know if I can do that. Come on! Oh, you're not going to win this fight. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we got it. We well, work, not we got to work. A bit of a letdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are. Let me let you up on stage. You're, you you are being let down right now. Um, we just need to uh, we just need to work on the pack dancing, or else um, you know, we're not going to win this fight. Um, and it's a wee thing now, just so you know. It's a, it's What's a the name thing. of this guy again? Who, who we who we fight? I don't even know his name, Doc, bro. That's the craziest Doc, part. Doxdev. We we have a pre-fight press What's conference. His today. name is the Doxdev. Bro, the guy has five thousand followers and launched a token called Zoomer Coin. Like he's a, he's I, a shit coin dev. Called, yeah, Zoomer Coin. The doxed dev. It's like it's just a shit shit. It's not, it's not a very like it names um, you know. It's probably gonna go down like his chart. <laughs> that's that's that save that for the pre-fight chat. Wow. You know? <laughs> I'm just wondering why the pre-fight chat is on is on stage. Like we should broadcast it on rug radio or something. That's, that's quite a good diss, isn't it? Like get the yeah the picture of the ch the, the chart. <laughs> <laughs> But like you gotta sleep in first, and then we'll have like our editors behind the scenes like make like a like a thing. Uh, I didn't know it was just three three rounds of two minutes, so you're gonna have to go like it's like MMA style. Like you gonna have to go. Quick. Like, yeah, it's yeah, three rounds, two minutes each, Mando. So we're flying like 24 hours to the EAU for a six yeah, minute yeah. fight. Oh you my wait. god! Um, oh, it's French. In French is EU. Yeah, that's why. It spells Emera Arabuni. Um, anyways, so uh, that's that. Yeah, There's going to be another draw or something, isn't it? Like we're going to come all the way there, and it's going to be a fucking draw. No draw. I'm not. No. I'm not fighting for a draw. That's that's yeah. that way. That's my boy. No, that's no draws in this. I'm either yeah. I'm either going to get floored or something. <laughs> one of those. One of the other, yeah. It, it's one of the others. Anyways, anyways, topic number two here. To be clear, yeah. the name Doc's Dev just refers to the concept that he's basically been found out as a shitcoin dev, like a shitcoin rugger. So he's basically saying he's a rugger, but everyone knows who he is. Is that is that what we're getting at for the name? I don't know. I I, swear, I didn't look no, into the guy. I'm not bothering. I think he's proudly doxed. Unbelievable. He's doxed. He's. I mean, he's been the one putting these fights together for a while. Like he's yeah, part of the crypto he's fight. One of the yeah, he's one of the he's one of the organizers. Uh, Mando's views are are his own and not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! I made my entire team put opinions on my own in their bio like two weeks ago. Um, 
you I don't know if you know, the rest of the time top time I will change my own thing too. It, you know, this, it's just how it is, you know. Um, had to do that after the whole like you know poly thing. Anyways, so um, <laughs> anyways, so Caroline again, Caroline. Caroline, Caroline, oh Caroline, man, are you right? I mean, someone's got to do a remix of that song. I swear, like everyone's done the other song, the you know, sweet. Car- this one's bad. this one's bad. Gotta go for this one. I actually, I think I, I actually I agree with you. It was I used to always play the Sweet Caroline song, and when you called me out before the show, I said, I said, no, that's the Caroline song we need to be playing. I forgot to do it yesterday, but. After yesterday's trial, fucking notes that we received, we had to run it back to that. Nobody said we wouldn't talk about trial every day, but this is crazy. Like, this is too big to pass up on. The FTX drama continues, and Netflix is no doubt already drafting a movie at this stage, and that movie is going to be something different. So Caroline Ellison of FTX admits that Sam bribed Chinese officials with $100 million to unfreeze their assets, purposely tried to scam Saudi investors in the final days of FTX, and intentionally tried to SIC regulators on Binance uh, to destroy uh, his competition and that was only by launch time uh, per Autism Capital here. It's absolutely crazy. And there's a whole story of them not being able to create more accounts. They had a bunch of Thai hookers uh, literally create accounts for them where like they would use them as like a proxy to be able to trade and everything. So between $100 million to China to bribe them and trying to screw the Saudis, these people probably should wish to get life in prison. Because they're not, they're going to have life at the bottom of some sea. I mean, man, have you followed yesterday's trials and tribulations? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I mean, I think you're going to see, I saw the thing today, the wild, the, the chat. Do you see the thing where... Um, right now, with Cold Blood Chiller, right? Uh, shared. The back and forth. We should get that chat up. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One second, one second. I have it ready. Boom. All right, we're ready. Here you go. There's the chat. Oh my God, this is crazy. So we have a chat here, uh, uh, posted by Cold Blooded Chiller. Uh, Caroline Ellison, that was, that's Signal, right? Yeah, it's that, it does look like a Signal. Uh, government Exhibit 40, 413A, Caroline Ellison, think I'm going to tweet at CZ that we will buy it off from him at $22. Any objections? Then you have Benji that goes, I can imagine that hurting. Might be better if the market is willing to buy for $22 rather than affiliate, but not strongly opposed then Scam Bagman Freed answers, I think the main point is just to counter the PR narrative here, and Binance probably won't take us up on it. I also think for what it's worth that the market is likely to buy more if we tweet, but I don't know. Caroline goes, I'm about to tweet, FTT will go up, and then Sam goes, guessing it makes sense to speed up freeing up capital, seeing significant oh withdrawals. Gosh. And then you see the next, the next bit of the tweet. Just go, go, go side. Uh, uh, hold on. What, what next bit? Hit the, the next arrow. Yeah, Yeah, and that's the tweet that went out, right? When she goes, if you're looking to minimize the market impact on FTT sales, Alameda will happily buy it for you for $22. I'll never forget that tweet. I remember literally reading this and being like, holy shit, stuff is crazy. I mean, Mendo, have you followed more of this? What's your your read on all this? It's insane. (laughs) Time hookers, China, Saudi. (laughs) Someone's going to make a movie about this shit, right? This feels a a bit Wolf of Wall Street style, like clearly setting up crypto exchanges is um involves a lot of shady deals in a lot of different countries like by nature you're moving money from like hundreds of different oh sorry tens of different countries um so you to actually get set up you're gonna have to like pay people off the hundred i think i saw 150 million dollars maybe even for the bribe um that's just kind of wild uh but maybe not 
not uncommon in this industry. Like who the fuck knows what Justin Sun has done to get out of prison and what CZ is probably doing right now. Like these people are probably paying off a lot of people in a lot of different countries. So I was less surprised by that. Um, it is, it's, it's just funny to like peel back the lid of something, something like this though. And you do see how, how crazy some, some of the running of some of this stuff is like, you get tastes of it in the NFT space. Like when you peel back the lid of any NFT project, you're probably going to see some like these, these are not normal functioning offices or like organizations like you'd expect to, you're like, you're not dealing with like Goldman Sachs. You're normally just dealing with like a, with like 10 to let's say 15 people just running around clueless, putting out fires. Yeah. I've seen that a lot with a pretty good marketing front. And um, I think that's kind of what we're getting to see a little bit here with uh, with uh, FTX. I mean, the craziest part out of all this was this to me. Like, I think there's something we all assumed and knew of, but it wasn't confirmed. Like, Sam Bankman Fried and Carolyn Ellison conspired to keep Bitcoin under 20k by secretly selling Bitcoin belongings to the customers. And so, if at any point in time you thought you were a bad trader, just so you know, you were all good traders. Uh, <laughs> you are all fantastic traders. You were just getting wrecked on the way up and down. So pretty much on the way up, they were like pumping the market. So like wrecking everyone that was short. Now on the way down, they were doing the same thing and they still lost at their own game. I think this headline though is a bit confusing. Why? Um, I, re I read into the story. It makes it sound like they're doing it for their own gain. And actually what they're, what they're basically saying is they sold all the Bitcoin on FTX's balance sheet and that's what kept it below 20K. They're not saying like, oh, we did it as market manipulation to try and get it higher. So like, I read that, I read the story and I was like, what you're really just saying is they liquidated their Bitcoin. Um, right. I think that's what it was. It wasn't like they, they, they were, I mean, they definitely did corner and manipulate markets, but this is more just like Bitcoin is making it about them. Like they didn't, <laughs> they just had to sell their Bitcoin. Wow. So they were desperate to sell it, I'm reading. And they had to, um, they, yeah. um, they just had to just like nuke Bitcoin. Man, this is so crazy. I mean, it's just getting crazier and crazier every day. I, I got to say, I'm really enjoying Elon Musk, like partaking in like, uh, into the whole like conversation here on Twitter. <laughs> uh, he's been like really commenting on almost everything <laughs> and like bring it to light. It's just, it's just for me, like the bribes and everything and all that stuff is just wild, dude. It's just wild. Did you read that they were trying to raise five billion dollars? In, in one world's bribe is another world's political donation. You know, like this is the way that some countries work. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we all pay. Like in the U.S., there's this wild, wild paying to to uh, to politicians, and everyone's like, "Well, no, that's actually a political donation." So it's it's slightly different, and there's massive lobbying. But like when it's in China, it's a bribe. Uh, I think there's bribery. It yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's just crazy. Um, it, it, there's just so much going on. I mean, here's the thing about the the, the Thai prostitutes. It was from Tiffany Fong. Um, Caroline Ellison just testified that Thai prostitutes were involved in an attempt to regain access to a billion dollars of Alameda funds frozen by the Chinese government. What the hell? Yeah. So they were using them as a proxy and then they had to pay the bribe. Um, God. I know. And like, it's, it's like, it's just also shows you like how deep like the CCP was involved also in like Alameda and everything and like China. It's, it's just like this whole thing is uncovering. They're right now, like she, I think she's testifying as we speak again. Um, like right before we jumped on the show and I think, um, autism capital was just, um, reporting actually something quite interesting and you know, ironic, but they're saying um, Sam's defense literally can't stop wasting time and repeating themselves. They have been told off by George Kaplan for this every single day since beginning. Kaplan even ended trial early one day over this out of frustration. Um, the cross examinations are a trial in patience. Uh, so it's actually crazy. And three minutes ago, oh, we just got a, another tweet. After the FTX collapse, police raided Caroline Ellison's parents' house. Uh, and seized their computers and those belongings um, to her boyfriend. Um, another trader at Alameda who was at the house during the raid. She has a boyfriend. So she was also with somebody else after at the time. 
Um, <laughs> but there was also Trader Alameda. Uh, Caroline. 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 Oh, my. The time it took to look inside and realize that real guys go for real down to Mars. Girls, yeah, I know you like to thank you. Shit don't stink, but lean a little bit closer, see. Roses really smell like boo-boo-boo. Yeah, roses really smell like boo-boo-boo. I, 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 I know you like to <laughs> I think it's the part in the song that's so funny. I'm trying to see where it comes up. I, I, you know the part I'm talking about, Mando, but uh, but I can't seem to find. You're right, though. Even listen to the lyrics. Second verse, man. This is the perfect one. This is the perfect one, right? It's it's just like that's the one. I know you think your shit don't stink. You know, I saw some people coming to uh, Caroline's defense yesterday. I, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not partaking in like the the physical look bashing part of the things, but can you? even blame people for despising that woman and thinking that she's the most horrific human being there is. Cause like I put a tweet about it yesterday. Like there was a whole debate last night about like, um, how, uh, you know, you shouldn't bash Caroline. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. But like, I have, I don't know about you guys. Um, I, I don't, I don't feel bad for Caroline getting bashed on the timeline. It's like, you put yourself in that situation. You destroyed people's lives. They almost sent our industry to zero at some point. Not at zero, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. when the SBF FTX thing happened, like, and it made us bleed. Like, our businesses depend on this. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. I'm I, I'm having a really hard time. I put a tweet out saying I find it hard to feel empathy uh, for Caroline. She ruined many people's lives. Some of my friends lost everything they had, and they caused insane harm to the industry they operate and 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 live for. Quite literally, fuck Caroline, fuck SBF, and fuck FTX. Like, do you guys feel any empathy? Like, I'm trying. I usually do feel, I'm usually that guy, but. She made a wild statement um, yesterday, which was, I was thankful when FTX went down because it meant I could stop lying. And I was like, what a, what a crazy thing to say. It's like, oh, thank God. Thank God it's finally blown up so I don't have to lie anymore. And like, she was like, she was happy. She was relieved that that happened. I was like, you are just a horrific human. For that being the reason why, like, like yeah, she felt oh, she felt, felt the relief because it kept her away from lying, right? That's what she was saying. Yeah, um, Ovi, I, um, I, uh, <laughs> you looking at the, the AI thing? That is a wild shot. <laughs> I just at the group chat. Uh, Sims, why don't you let us share that screen for a second here? <laughs> My God. This is a video exclusive. So if you're on audio, just head over to YouTube or just, no, and you don't even need to head over to YouTube. Just stay on X. Go. We all post every morning. We all post a show live on video. Strong eyebrow game. Why, why did you do that? Like, did you have to do that? Like, did you, like, I don't understand. Like, did, this is a horrifying. Is <laughs> wow. Let me, share, let me share this other one. Um, This one. Hold on. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to tweet that, but I don't want to. I don't want to do a disservice. <laughs> it's too funny. You've got to tweet that. I think Farouk should tweet it, though. To be honest, <laughs> I think Farouk should tweet it. <laughs> 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 there it is <laughs> oh my god um i mean i'm happy to tweet it out though i mean is it funnier if it comes from me or from you guys i don't know we'll figure that okay. out whichever gets most engagement right uh <laughs> the payouts are dry these weeks um okay okay get okay let's get back onto it so Topic number three or four or five or six. I forgot uh, what we're on, but it's a pretty big topic here. Um, Pokemon, you know, Magic Eden. Uh, Magic Eden and Pokemon. Uh, there's ma Pokemon cards now on Magic Eden. Is this the future of digital collectibles? So in a tweet yesterday, Magic Eden said they're introducing tokenized digital collectibles, a new way to collect on Magic Eden. On 
October 18th, the first drop from Collector Crypt will feature 100 tokenized Pokemon cards released as single packs. Some of the top cards featured in this drop are, so you have a Gym Challenge, uh, first edition Holo Blaine's Charizard number two, a 26 Exquisite Gordon's Holo Charizard. You have Power Keepers, Japanese SP promos, and everything. I'm gonna share it right now uh, on um, on the screen. But look, like this is pretty cool. Um, there was another company that that's been really popping uh, these last few weeks that I've seen on the timeline. I forgot the name. Maybe Milo, you you've seen it. You've probably like reported on it a few yeah, times. Yeah, they but... did it on Matic, I think. <sighs> yeah, it's all, it's on Polygon. It's yeah. been like really just like exploding. Um, over the last few weeks. Listen, uh, I'm someone who, like, it, the moment before I got into NFTs, I was into the Pokemon craze like crazy. And I mean, I'm, I, I have thousands of cards at this stage, and I used to be that guy like, trying to rip packs and whatnot. And then I found out about NFTs, and I was like, well, this is much easier because <laughs> I don't have to, like, carry, like, like, my storage in my apartment unit is ridiculous. There's, like, boxes on boxes on boxes of Pokemon. I don't know what to do with them. I have to, like, go and give them, or maybe I'll, like, sell them to Gary V. Uh, I don't know, uh, but it's, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's kind of one of the things that woke my, like woke me up towards NFTs. I was like, oh wait, like this is so much easier <laughs> and better. And I can just store it on a ledger. What? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's much better, but what do you think about all this? I, I think this is by far one of the best use cases for crypto and NFTs there is. Exactly. This is, this is what I'm talking about. RWAs, you're going to hear about this. This is just going to be what everyone's talking about for the next five years. In crypto it's like what can we tokenize and put it on the blockchain this is exactly how you can ex instead of having to explain to somebody that it's like a digital collectible or it's a digital piece of art that you can this is actually a physical it's just the ownership is put on the blockchain you can trade it easier that mm -hmm. way so you're going to see so many assets do this um there's, there's going to be a big land grab of who builds the biggest platform for it obviously arcade's been doing a lot of lending on based on some of this stuff the idea of actually trading these assets it's something that I don't know if you remember, but Gary Vee was like massively talking this up a few years back, like two years ago, and it never really happened, never really picked up. And now you're starting to see people start to get back into it because maybe some of the digital assets haven't really exploded in the way that they should have. Uh, maybe because the PFP market's back to what it, like, yeah. maybe that's what this, it was like, that's over. This technology, at the end of the day, crypto doesn't really matter if the asset is digitally native or if it's physical. All right. Remember that, like for, for blockchains to work, they just need the ability to trade them. Now, all the gas, all the fucking, why everything's valuable, why why we pay for those transactions, is just the trading of these assets. So we can put tons of assets on the chain and we can let them trade. Like the, the storage of those assets, if they're physical, you've got to have them normally in a location. Um, there are locations already, like a lot of people store assets and things like free, um, oh, what are they called? Free near airports. Got the name of them, um, free ports, free ports, and you can trade them there. Otherwise, they're going to have to be build big storage for these sort of assets to be able to trade it, where they can be verified. But yeah, I think it's um, I think it's going to be a big deal. Magic Eden is clearly sees that's the future for NFTs, crypto. So I think they've got a shot at doing it. OpenSea's got a shot at doing it. Blur, no doubt. Like they they've built out the lens. They're just waiting for that and the trading for this they are just waiting and they're not us domiciled so they're just gonna fucking go for it I, i'm telling you right now blur is gonna go huge into this uh, that's a i don't think that's a bold claim i think that's, that's probably a good call and you're probably gonna end up being right uh and they're gonna put the the, the loans and stuff i i can see always smirking right now <laughs> and you're just like holding your laugh i just see you like making more images you can tell <laughs> I think he's tweeting it out. Like I, I, I think he's put it out. Um, let me see. Did you put? Oh, you, you're doing it now, oh, right now. Oh my god! It's terrible. I'm gonna repeat it. I'm gonna, Oh my god! You did. I'm the first like. I'm the first retweet. I'm gonna be the first comment. I hate you. Let's have a look at this thing. I don't even see it. So I'm oh, a Portuguese Wi-Fi. So. <laughs> my wife uh but anyways uh it's out there uh there you go if y'all want to enjoy the audio listeners that didn't get to see what we were just talking about being a video only exclusive is now live um and wow i have a feeling it's going to do the numbers too because of course uh oh my god rug radio replied feraline <laughs>
Good, yeah. good chat, if I'm honest. Yeah, Sims. I know it's you, MFR. Oh my god. And Ev just sent it in the Rogrito group chat. Okay. Uh, the team chat. Dude. <laughs> Sims, please don't fire me. <laughs> Imagine, next thing you know, Rug Radio layoffs, 75% uh, of its workforce. Reason? Not the bear market. <laughs> Them liking a tweet from Ovi making fun of Farouk. <laughs> you've you've got to put, you've got to, the next tweet's got to be the merge photo. <laughs> the merge ones are uh, yeah. scary. Written the, written the Dylan Janice way, just put like, interesting, you know. <laughs> I think you should reply, yeah. Mando, to his tweet with the merge. Yeah. And put interesting. <laughs> that would be even funnier if he gets bombed. Yeah, that's, that's done. That is done. Oh my god. Oh my god. In the meantime, let me get the NFT Paris up on stage. Also, so let's while you guys put this tweets out and stuff, let me just talk about our last topic uh for today. It's just um it's just um a quick news because we did, you know, cover the Stars Arena, uh both of the hacks, and we had some pretty uh pretty, you know, uh, there was a lot of takes on the matter, so may as well um, you know, cover the fact that a deal with the hacker was made and there's been 90% of the funds uh, for Stars Arena have been returned. So bullish or bearish? They were on a space the other day, um, which got like a mixed reaction. Um, mm. Had like over a thousand listeners. It seems like they are going to delay their, their relaunch. Um, they feel like they can wait out the social fi. Uh, bear markets coming on right now uh, and relaunch. Um, they obviously got the funds back. They already had that plug, though. I wasn't really worried about that. But yeah, I don't know. It feels as though the ship may be sailing away from them if they continue to wait so long. There was another thing I saw today, which is like a big social media app, which is using crypto for on onboarding. Um, what? I put it onto the. I put it onto the minutes. Yeah, it's a. It's a. It's going to be available on any iOS device. Um, and it's a on-chain social fi app. It's called Farcaster. Have you heard about this? Oh, but I know Farcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been around for a very long time. They're very legit. Yeah. So now they're doing. Um, they're doing. It's all going to be on-chain. I so see like all these apps, right? You have Lens, of course. Uh, we all know Stiney, which I, I think Lens having a party here in London Saturday. Uh, anyways, um, so there's Lens, Farcaster. There's some of them that have been like building in that arena. You know, no pun intended. For a minute now, um, and it seems like they have quite some, like one of them, the new ones, the social fight ones, like it's all about the token, people are making money fast, but I feel like the other ones have been actually building infrastructure for a long time. So I wouldn't be surprised to see somewhat of a return uh, from these ones. So here it is, like actually that's that's worthy of just talking about this for a minute here before I move, I move on. But uh, Dan Romero, I believe, is the founder of Farcaster. Uh, introducing crypto lists, but on-chain onboarding for Farcaster. Starting today, Warpcast allows anyone with an iOS device to sign up for Farca Farcaster without a pre-existing wallet or any crypto. Just a few taps with pass keys and in-app purchases. All 1.4 billion iOS users can use this without any um, extra work. Interesting. Yeah, that onboards a lot of people if it works. So, yeah, I mean, Sin has put it right. He says, "This is the most egalitarian thing we've ever seen. It's insanely ambitious, and if it works, can really reshape uh, the fabric uh, of our society." I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, he's just playing. Sin is Sin is always out there with the like perfect like replies, but look. Uh, seems like there was a lot of you know positive um, you know reactions uh, to this uh, to this news on the timeline. It's big. Look, it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Like it's gonna happen. Like re you, I know you talk a lot about Gamblefy and that gonna be a huge thing, and obviously it is. Um, but uh, SocialFi is not going away, and it's not a buzzword. You know, um, you know, it's it's a sexy word, I'm sure. Like you know, it's, we'd have to put something redacted Fi. Uh, next to everything, but social fi is not going away, um, and it's going to be a big thing. Could be one of the biggest onboarding events uh, for it. So you have game fi, social fi, gamble fi. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything happens. Especially game fi, you had like that big time token. God, we totally missed that one. Yeah. Was it added to Coinbase after just a week, and it ran to like six hundred million. <laughs> the three X, yeah, three X over the last twenty four hours. I love yeah. gameplay. Gameplay looks okay to me. Like I, I know, I remember when it was big. 
it was, I think it's made by the team that brought Decentraland, like a couple of the founders are. Um, mm. But I was surprised, like, you know, I know it had been around and it had been, it'd been being played, but I didn't know it was a $600 million token. I mean, that's higher than, than I would say the vast majority of gaming tokens right now. Yeah. I mean, look, Coinbase listing was in a week. Like, when are we going to get Pepe on there, man? Like, I'm starting to like, <laughs> dude, my bags. My bags. Are your bags still heavy? One day. One day. Are you guys, are you guys, did you guys just leave me in the frogland? I'm still there. Still there. Frogland. Okay. Yeah. Frogland. Okay, I like that. I even bought the matching shoes, so we, we, we're, we're, we're strong. You know, Pepe, uh, frog strong together. Uh, and then last but not least, I'm going to go to NFT Paris in a second. I think they're in the studio. I see them on the Twitter space. I went to Freeze Masters in the end yesterday, Mando. Didn't have time to walk all of Freeze Freeze. I was on a rush, uh, but I just did Masters. And you're right, man. That was cool. Because you mentioned Masters at the end, the, specifically the Masters part. It was sick to see, like, really, really, really old artwork. And everyone just needs to go and just look at art for the sake of it. Because, like, in the age, I feel like in the age of AI and digital art, you really get to appreciate, like, these old paintings even more. Like, I, I stared at this painting for, I don't even know how long. It's this gorgeous paintings of like ships sailing and there's the moon, a full moon and it shines light, but specifically on the water on the ship. And there's a fire that also exactly lits up the water, but the way they do the lighting and you're like, how did someone paint this in the year 1500? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, it makes you appreciate it even more. Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and this, Man, the amount of money there's in trad art. I mean, you're just walking around. There's some Matisse's all over the wall, Picasso's, you know, some of the most absurd thing. And then I get to see something that I like the most. I'm going to pull up my screen right now and, and share with you all. Um, I, I was not expecting uh, to see a, uh, a portrait of my great-grandmother, uh, you know, <laughs> exhibited at Freeze Masters. But here we are, you know. I mean, you know, it's an honor, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm walking through freeze and, and I see my great grandma. I mean, I think it's, you know, the luscious locks definitely run to the family here. Uh, and, but no, but on a more serious note that the coolest thing I fucking saw uh, was this um, chomper. It's a 68 yeah, million cool. uh, year old juvenile T-Rex from Maastrichtian age. And it was discovered in Montana because that's where all like the dinosaurs were discovered like colorado montana it's around canada and stuff it was 20 million dollars so if someone's trying to run dino dow back um let me know you know i think we should run dino dow back and buy a dinosaur because the market for dinosaurs is dry and that's how i found that this, apparently this guy um so that's what that's me with the dinosaur but capital grug here apparently this guy owns a whole ass dinosaur and he's been trying to sell it for 30 mil wow so it's this guy on CT that owns a dinosaur. I would love to know like the the market for those sort of things. Like who's who's the broker? It's it's, it's, low. <laughs> it's well, the broker is these guys, right? Like these guys that I was I was uh, they had this like section called David Aaron, and so inside, and I didn't post that. But let me show you on the screen real quick. I don't know if it's the glare is going to help me here, but there was a hundred and fifty million year old dino uh, here. See. And that thing was a hundred. So that dinosaur was 68 million. That's 150 million years old. Um, how, how do you price a dinosaur? <laughs> how is that a 68 million dollar dinosaur, for example? No, it's 20 million dollar dinosaur, but 68 million years old. Okay. I mean, dude, think about it. An alien punk sold for 21 mil, right? That's I'm a 20. Like, like, how do you appraise it? Why is that a 20 and the other ones are, the other ones are 60? And who has that? I don't know. Who's who's the appraiser of that? Wait, these were sold. There was some. There were red dots next to the next to the cards. So that means they're sold, bro. Yeah, let's check this out. Sold, <laughs> sold. I mean, look at this. Late Nanosaurus skeleton, skeleton. Late Jurassic, circa 150 million years old fossilized bone. Provenance. Found and excavated in 2021 in Moffat County, Colorado, on the Skull Creek Estates. That's insane. IADAA certificate. This and that's what was interesting. All of them said this item has been checked against the Interpol database. So it looks like there's an Interpol database to check all these items. Um, Interpol. And it did that, yeah, Interpol. And they did it for all the items. Like this is so cool. 
this so that, so that this, basically proves that you don't buy you don't buy it off like criminals is right exactly I I think, oh that makes sense so i guess there because even this like that was that thing i just showed was from the minier fragment which is 3300 bc and it's from nate late it's a limestone right um and it was like an artwork and so, yeah, you're right. And they're all checked against the Interpol database. So that, because that area. To be fair, yeah. Anyone who is digging up dinosaur <laughs> bones or shit like that, it's 100% illegal. <laughs> like there's no, like, the idea that it's checked against some sort of Interpol database, so you're fine. Like, what? <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm going to, I'm in the wrong business. So you guys can stay here with your digital uh, collectibles that you're minting on the blockchain uh, that don't have value. I mean, Ovi is nothing but a graphic designer, not even an artist. Uh, and I'm going to go and hang out with my new trad artist because I went to Freeze London once and I'm cool like that. Um, so, okay, but there was a lot of, uh, you know, in the air or yesterday. So I was doing my thing. Yeah. Like, I told you it was a bit, a bit like that. In fact, I'd buy, I would buy a dinosaur off you. You know, if you came to me with, with a dinosaur, I think I consider I it. I should be selling a dinosaur. I should be the one selling a dinosaur, a, t a juvenile T-Rex, straight up. Anyways, so that's fun. Great topics today. So quickly, I know we have the NFT Paris team on stage. Are they also on video? I don't know. I think it's just on audio. Yeah, it is. So they are live. Uh, yeah. They are live on X with us. What's up? What's up? Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Doing great. Uh, not on video, but just uh, on the space. Uh, glad to be here and glad to speak about... Uh, the launch of our token, which is a pretty big deal happening tomorrow. So tell me about this. So why does a conference need a token? Yeah, so I think conference, you know, it's a, it's a, we're trying to bring together communities. So interoperability, bringing the right people is really, really important. And we already had that last year, like we experimented with uh, having discounts for certain communities. Uh, having a reward if you take your tickets early and we didn't have a real like global system we were doing things here and there and we realized that like, actually having a token was the best way to uh, reward loyalty on the long term so if you came on the first edition on the second edition uh, you can buy uh, you know discounts for the conference uh, you can get special merch by partners we can uh, token gate some experiences at the conference so, um, yeah, I think loyalty is a big topic uh, right now uh, for brands, for, for conferences. And ultimately, I think NFT Paris is a, is a brand. And so we also wanted to have uh, our own uh, community and interoperability with other communities. All right. That's interesting. All right. Well, listen, um, the, the NFT Paris conference this year was one of my favorites. And I know for a fact we'll be going heavy on the next one. Uh, yeah. I think we all spoke there. Mando, you guys, oh, yeah, I was moderating your panel. Wait, we were moderating. Yeah, I was moderating yeah. a panel for you guys. Yeah. I remember that. That was fun with the Eiffel Tower in the back. Is it also at the Grand Palais Ephemer this year again? Or next year? So, yes, uh, no, no, it's the same place. So, we're uh, yeah, excited to be back there. Uh, show the goal is actually, you know, the space is, uh, is quite down. It's, it's all uh, again to hope that the bull market is going to come back in 2024. And if it doesn't come back, uh, NFT Paris will contribute to show that we're still a strong space. Uh, try to put uh, in front of the um, the stage actually people who are still like uh, strong building and uh, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, what's going to be different? What, what are you going to be able to use and the coin for? Good question. So the coin is going to be used. Uh, it's we're building something a bit similar to a uh, uh, Gods points parlor parlor ecosystem actually. So you're having a certain number of tokens that are being airdropped tomorrow, like where you're taking your NFT Paris ID, we're analyzing your wallet, and you see your eligibility, like you're eligible to 10,000 tokens. Uh, if you came to the last edition, you hold some art blocks, uh, NFTs, and some things we valorize. And then with those tokens, you can get discounts on the conference, meaning if you're a valuable collector to us, you have stronger incentives to come to the conference and then you can participate also uh, not only at the conference, but before the conference, we have this platform where uh, NFT artists can participate and list uh, their NFTs in NFT Paris tokens. Uh, we have all these uh, partners, sponsors who can put prizes. So it just gamifies the whole experience. 
uh, incentivizes uh, the most um, important users for us to come to, to the conference, I guess. And then it rewards uh, loyalty and, and engagement. And I think it's something also with Rug Radio, you've been uh, doing some things like that, like some platform for yeah. uh, community engagement. So you get probably where we're heading. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I totally get why tokens are good for rewards mm -hmm. and community and stuff like that. Because we've been doing this for a minute. When it comes to that, we have uh, the next iteration of a reward system. is going to be really freaking cool uh, with regards to everything we're doing. So I totally uh, get it. And so, you know, I kind of want to know, you know, obviously I'm, I'm always excited for NFT Paris because this year was like top three for me. Obviously I had a good time and Paris is the best city in the world. Uh, of course, London cool. can come second, Mando and uh, Ovi and then Portugal can come third. But uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But you know, um, I had another question for you. Is like, what's going to be different this year, right? Is there something else to look forward to? I know a lot of people. We were eighteen thousand people showed up, uh, including I think the the president's wife and like the minister of interior, if I'm not mistaken. So it was uh, kind of a big almost, deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had two ministers: uh, culture and digital culture, transition yeah. and uh, and Brigitte Macron but that's it's it's good for us but obviously I don't know if uh, people in the space care so so we're really trying to uh, this year um, accomplish the vision we had for the first year so actually uh, I've been trying to bring all the cool stuff that we have in the space so uh, I'm speaking about uh, 90cc bright moments art blocks Yuga labs uh, as many cool people to activate I guess inside the conference have really immersive experiences uh, and, and for the first edition, because uh, like first big edition, uh, because we didn't have some references, it was harder to attract those people. Uh, but this year, it's uh, it's being confirmed on uh, on quite a few of those I, I just mentioned. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to just bring uh, cool things and not only uh, typical sponsors. So additionally to the, the networking experience and the business you can have and, and making sure we bring brands and we bring... Um, we help the web free space to develop. We're making sure the experience is also uh, uh, compelling and exciting. That's super cool. I guess last question uh, for you uh, before we take off here is like, when and how is this distribution going to take place? Yeah, so it's it's happening tomorrow, 6 p.m. Uh, CET. And you are just uh, going on the website we will, uh, we will link to on, on our Twitter and you can grab your NFT Paris ID, so you can choose a name, for example, uh, farok.nftparis. Uh, it's going to analyze quickly your wallet, so you can connect one, two, three wallets, uh, and it's going to tell you like how much tokens, uh, NFT Paris tokens you can have. And then on the 18th of October, we're actually airdropping the token on, and the marketplace is going live. All right, well, there you go. Well, thank you for coming up today, definitely excited. Uh, to uh, to show up next year and is it it's gonna be what um, same time right is it Jan Feb yeah Feb? Uh, same time so Feb it's uh, the twenty third and twenty fourth sick let's fucking go I can't wait for that yeah. um, and I'm sure we'll be chatting even more about this so thank you for coming up NFT Paris thank you Farok thank you Mando thank you Rogue Radio all right hell yeah I see Mando in French I love it the other day I was like bonjour Mando I write to him like this now uh, but it is Mando when he's in France uh, and I like that well Mando uh, Ovi this is a great show uh, in my opinion uh, as usual because always a great show uh, and uh, I guess tomorrow the ETF uh, news like is this something that would come before or post show I don't know I guess they have until the close of business tomorrow so Maybe there's this headline that comes out saying SEC does not appeal. Maybe there's no headline. And then on Saturday, everyone's like, oh, they, they didn't appeal. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Okay. I guess we'll see. Well, all right. Well, that's uh, that's a good wrap. And as usual, just a reminder, our show is powered by Kraken NFT. Check them out, Kraken.com. Forest Radio, I saw them start teasing stuff they're going to do next week. So can't wait to go home and cover that next week in Texas. And with that... With that, with that, I'll see y'all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's go.